What up? What up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. And we are bringing you fantasy news today. And we're here with the Thursday crew. We got Bogard. We got IDP Iggy. We got Hector from Breaking Down the Tape. Oh, man, this is going to be a live show. We're just going to jump into this real quick. Let's get to this Calvin Ridley news. Okay, so for those who haven't heard, Calvin Ridley not practicing, um, not traveling with the team to London. Russell Gage did not travel either. Uh, Russell Gage is for an injury. Calvin Ridley is for personal reasons. Bogey, get in there on this, on this, uh, this crazy-ass news that we heard. So, first of all, Russell Gage didn't make it because he sucks. <laughs> and no one should ever speak of his name. <laughs> to me, it's what he's going to do to people. So, we should just warn, pre-warn people. Stay away from Gage. Coolio Ridley, I mean, I hope everything's okay with him, whatever's going on in his life. You know, I always called him Coolio because he was opposite of Julio. You know what I mean? We haven't seen him yet. I will say right now, look at the Coolio Ridley owner in your league. And if that person's one and three or 0 oh and four, you probably can give like a ham sandwich and like a, a, a and you know, like maybe a um, half bag of chips, a Quintez Cephas or something. Maybe that's a little too extreme, right? But you could probably trade get Calvin Ridley for the low right now since they already know they're going to be without him. You know what I mean? Especially if that person needs to win this week. Like, if it's someone who's 0-4, 1-3, they're going to need to get a win this week. And so, yeah, ma- make those moves right now. Yeah. And I also want to add, um, I kind of like this for Hayden Hurst Helmsley, right? Because Arthur Smith likes to run a ton of 12 personnel. And, like, because, you know, immediately this makes you want to say, oh, Kyle Pitt's finally going to have a big game. You know, no hey. more. No more. No. Now this is where I want to step in real quick because as a Jets fan and these motherfuckers are playing my team, I'm thinking this is going to be a big game for the Jets. This is where they're going to ride a 2-0 win streak right here. I said what I said. They're going to pull this game out because they got nobody to throw to. And if you're telling as shitty as the Jets offense has been start off, even though they've showed some sparks, the Jets defense has been one of the top 10 defenses in the league. And now you're just telling them, okay, they got nobody to throw to. You shut down Kyle Pitts, who's having eh season so far. And I'm saying eh, and I can back that up because I have him in a fantasy league, and I'm pissed at him right now. <laughs> pissed. But you're also telling them to stop the run, which is which the Jets – Always are top five and stopping the run. Got, I'm taking the Jets. You got quarter. quarter I ride that Jets defense this week. That's for sure. <laughs> I took, from a betting perspective, I teased Atlanta to five and a half because if they do lose, I don't think they're going to lose by that much. Uh, but uh, dude, Ridley's big news, man. I had him in my DFS lineups. I thought he was going to. I thought it was going to be a shootout. This kind of changes it up. Um, Pitts is going to have to step it up. When I go back and look at film, Hurst is on the field a lot already. Like you said, he's going to have to step it up. I also think Corey Davis has got it. Uh, uh, interesting fact from my UK friends that um, rookie quarterbacks in London are zero and five since they've been playing games in London and oh, had rookie shit. quarterbacks. You got to think about how many of those are Jacksonville Jaguar rookie quarterbacks. I didn't think about that shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're still zero and five over there. <laughs> so. 
I mean, that was a, you know, that was an awesome stat. That was an awesome stat, but that was a lot of Jacksonville Jaguar. Probably. Stats tell stats can tell any story you want, man. So yeah, you gotta look at the tape. I'm torn on this game, man. Even with Ridley being gone with him there, I'm still torn on this game. I, it's an early game. Everybody's off rhythm. Cole Senior, he could be a DFS sneaky spot. You got Williams over there. Quincy Williams played for Jacksonville. He's already used to this. He had a stud game for you IDP players. I think he's going to backdoor that with another good one too. But I, I'm it throws say, a wrench in there. I think uh, I think the Jets could cover that number, and I think uh, I mean not the number you teased it to, but I think the Jets could cover and even outright win. Uh, here's a little fun fact: you know Bob Sala over there. He actually was a part of the Jacksonville uh, staff for, for three years. And all three years, they went to London. And uh, they traveled on different times. One time, they left on a, uh, right after a Sunday game, went straight to London. Another time, they left on a Monday after a short practice. Then the other time, they left on a Thursday. And they won that game. So he's going. that's what he went with. They left, they left today. You know what I mean? So maybe, you know, maybe they have a little step up on an Arthur Smith who's never traveled like this as a, as a rookie head coach. I mean, they're both rookie coaches, but I think Rob Sala has been a part of way more better organizations in his career than, you know, Arthur Smith. Has. Hustler, 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 real quick, real quick. Zep Chepi, this, this comment that you've kept up is just eating me right now. Eating me. No Ridley Patterson is going to eat. Carter Roy is going to eat. I am going. I said what I said. The Jets, if you're telling them, who, who've proven a lot of teams wrong so far with their backfield so far, proven a lot of teams that their defense is pretty solid. What are you talking about? You just gave up almost 200 yards total to the running back. against, And we won. And we won. <laughs> and we won. I'm standing by this defense. I'm standing by this fence. All the Jets had to do going into the Titans game with Julio Jones and, and Brown out, all we had to do was keep a, a Henry from scoring. Let him get all the fucking yards he wants. Mind you, he had 157 on 30, almost 35 carries. He had to earn that shit. He had to earn that shit. So get him all the yak he wants. You stop him from scoring, we're winning that game. I would. They were better yet. They were better off putting Julio Jones or Brownell as fucking decoys because fifty percent. One of those guys at fifty percent is better than the Jets defense. I tell you, and here, that's where they fucked up. And here's where I'm at because, like, I'm. I'm not in a legal betting state, so I'm not betting on the game. So I could kind of care less, you know, who wins. I hope everyone betting on the game, you get the outcome you want. But as far as like fantasy, Jets are the team to stream against because they'll give up those yards. We need those yards. And Corduroy, he's going to the moon this week. You already know. Nah, Patterson, yo, that that defense is going to eat him. Eat him like Zeke. Nah, nah, he's a, he's a unique piece, man. receiver, slot, running back, he returns. He gets points, man. He gets points. So, so let's put it up there. Let's make a bold claim then, Hector. How many how many yards is he going to stay under, and is he going to get a touchdown or not? How about that? Because that's like fantasy-like relevance. I say because there's no Calvin Ridley, and and all you got to do is really stop. What, well, who else they have at receiver? There's no one. There's no one. There's no, no one proven yet. They have two Z- tight ends. How do you say? A lot of 12 personnel. 
So they got they got Peyton, name? They got Peyton, who are Hooper, Hayes or whatever. No. How you say his name? Hi, Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Hurst, man. Hurst. Okay, so they got Hurst. They got Hurst. That, so you tell us that wide receiver though. What's his name? Z- oh. Zacchaeus or whatever. Oh, Zacchaeus. Ozamala Wally or something. Yeah, it starts with the O. That's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Oz, let's just call Oz. 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 Especially for fantasy. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, this is going to be a great, great game because neither one of these defenses are great. I mean, Deion Jones both can get these, some points. Some I, I will say this. I think both, the Jets defense can, is but... So, look, if my running back get, puts up 150 yards and doesn't get a touchdown, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be okay. So, like, I. but Henry, did he get a touchdown last week? Or you're saying that he kept him, they kept him out of the end zone? Yeah, no, he didn't get a touchdown. He did not get yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. kept him out of the end zone, you won the game, but Henry, man, he balled the fuck out last week, so. We're playing all our running backs against them. We're playing Mike Davis. We're playing Corduroy. At least that's what I'm saying because Mike Davis is probably going to be like the second leading receiver on the squad too. Am, am I getting too cute? I need to stream a tight end. I might stream Hunter Hurst Helmsley, bro. Man, I mean, Hayden, Hayden Hurst Helmsley, my bad. No, we know, we know, we know who that is. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. That, yeah, that, that's Hayden Hurst. Triple H champion of all time. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm like. Is that it's a 14 team league? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh let's get this question in here for edits thrown in the super chat. Hell yeah, bro. You already know. Said if Carson is out, that's actually the next thing we were gonna talk about too. Should I play Collins or A B? So, real quick, so the news about Carson, he's a true game time decision. So we're not even gonna know until like an hour and a half before the game if he's playing or not. I think it's going to be a little bit of a committee. So, I mean, if I had someone like AB, I'd probably go AB over Collins because, I mean, Bogart, you've been saying that we're going to get some random DJ Dallas shit in there. I mean, but I still do think if there is no Chris Carson, he's probably good for at least 15 carries. Like Alex Collins is going to get like 15 carries. And right now the Rams are seven uh, overall ranked defense. I don't know what they are specifically against their run, but I know they're outside the top 10. So, like, because, you know, people have been actually running on them. So, I mean, I I, I think he's a, I think he's a mid-range RB2 play. I mean, RB2, yeah, I said RB2, yeah. Especially after last week. I mean, Rams, I mean, they're looking like one of the teams to stream against. <laughs> I love the helmets. I love them. I love them. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it comes down to. Like, do we think last week – was kind of fluky from Arizona. Like, if we do, Rams aren't the team to stream against because that was really the only game where they gave up like a top five performance, you know, well, rugby wise. Fans. Well, let's think. Let's consider this. It was a division rival, and they're playing another division rival again. You know, those games. You know, you know these team. They, these teams know each other well. I mean, and, and let's not pretend Seattle hasn't been looking like super phenomenal. That's a testament to how my, how bad my Niners were last week that Seattle was able to come back in that second half. But I, but I do want to add that I think the Rams are going to come out and smoke the Seahawks. They smoking them. So like, that's why I think we might. Oh, and, and speaking of smoking real quick, it's 420 East coast. So let's fire it up. Let's do it. Do it big. You know how to do it. 
Well, dude, let me say this. It's weird. On, the, on my podcast this morning, the Seahawks have had a better road record than a home record over the past two seasons. I think I mentioned yeah. it last week on the newscast, too. And then Gerald Everett, is he's still out. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. Um, but it is it is a division game. Arizona was not a Fugazi. I've had them in the number one power ranking since week two. Uh, that's a higher-powered offense over there. Um, the truth is, though, Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. People are sleeping on Swain. He's still got two other great wide receivers named Lockett and Metcalf. Uh, and Russ is just elusive, man. He's gonna be he's gonna be ducking and diving and jumping back, and then he's gonna be throwing fifty yard bombs to you know Tyler Lockett as well. I do expect the Rams to win this game. You know, we got to keep in mind the Seahawks have an awful total defensive yards. They get passed on, they get run on. Jamal Adams is not looking like the person we thought he would. Uh, so I think the Rams are gonna feast on him. Uh, can Russell Wilson match? Can he match Matthew Stafford? That's what this game comes down to me. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then real quick, Bogart, uh, finish, your, finish your thought, Bogart, and then uh, give your pick on Collins or A.B., and then we're going to round robin it make sure everyone gets our picks. I'm going A.B. Yeah, so I, I just want to add that the fact that I think that the Rams are going to smoke the Seahawks, you know, the Seahawks might have to abandon the run earlier. So, you know, me assuming that the 15 carries is coming, that's in like an even kill. A, 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 a game, you know what I mean? That's like where it's, you know, it's a close game most of the time. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Where they could still, they could still run the ball. Cause I think it's going to be a boat race and I'd put my money on that. So I would say I would go with AB in this case, man. Cause AB, he's from Miami. He always, he loves kicking the Dolphins ass, bro. I love the intangible there. <laughs> and then Iggy, who's your pick before uh, we give it to Hector for his thoughts? This, uh, I think I'm going to go with Collins. I want to see the river dance tonight. If for no other reason, I'll take the river dance, uh, dancing in the end zone. But no, if it's all, it, it's this is Pete Carroll doing his USC bullshit again. Uh, you know, Alex and uh, you know what I'm saying he's just doing this game and shit, screwing us fantasy owners who own happen to own Carson. I have to go oh. check about five lineups, six lineups right before game time. Uh, but I'm going to go with Collins. He scored last week. He can score again. Why couldn't he? And actually, before Hector comes in, here's actually some news that uh, we're going to talk about a little later. But since this got brought up, uh, for the Dolphins, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones both limited in practice. Howard has a shoulder and a groin injury, and Jones has an Achilles injury. There you go. Makes me like A.B. even more. And I'm not going to pretend like that – like – this is going to be an easy game for Tom Brady. The Dolphins defense, they know they know Tom Brady very well. Brian Flores knows Tom Brady very well. And that secondary for the Buccaneers is really bad, man. So I think, like, they know, they're fully aware of this. They're going to have to rack up points. They're not going to play around and keep the game close. <laughs> Tom Brady with his, with his foot on the gas pedal, and A.B. is going to be a, a big part of that. And we're jumping yeah, I around. My no, 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 no changing yet. You said what you said, <laughs> motherfucker. You said what you said. Man, that's what this show's all about. The news, man. The news breaks. I'm changing my mind. No, that's yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent. It's it, the minute A B got to Tampa Bay, they already had a connection with minimal amount of work put together. Then they go into this offseason. They start off the season, and AB was getting like, fir- like first receiver targets and reps in game game one. AB's gonna come back, and it's gonna be instant. When when shit goes down, you know Tom Brady knows AB's gonna do what he got to do, and he can always hit him. 
Yeah. AB yep. to me is like the modern is today's Randy Moss. Maybe it's today's Randy Moss. Like you know, you beat him on the route, and then if you let okay, it as a route runner go into okay. disarray, he's gonna be totally regardless. Yeah, I, I think I, I get what you're saying. Not that like like Randy Moss, that was just like the way that the NFL like elite wide receivers were back then, and like Antonio Brown, that's what the elite wide receivers are in today's game. Totally. Thank you. Yeah, right. yep. and no Gronk. No Gronk. I forgot about that. That he's gonna be looking for A B some. So yeah, so let me uh yeah, let's just get into the rest of the Bucks news. So yeah, Gronk, he's doubtful. So you get that doubtful tag, like you're we already know you're not playing. He has like three broken ribs, another fractured rib, and he like punctured his lung in the game. Yeah. So yeah, he's not playing. So Cameron Brait, fire him up. Dolphins, they haven't been uh they've been pretty friendly against the tight ends so far. And a lot of it's because they're, they're corners and uh, safeties. I mean, pretty solid. And uh, who else we got here? Geo's back at practice. JPP, he's back at practice, but he's got one of those huge-ass, like, hand casts on, the ones that are, like, almost a weapon. And then Carlton Davis, he's been added to injury reserve. So now Bucks are without their top two uh, cornerbacks, and um, I believe Antoine Winfield is doubtful as well for the game. So – not looking good for their defense, especially the secondary. Yeah, I'm not too happy because I have the Bucks defense, I think, in one oh, – I, I know guaranteed in one of my leagues. I don't know if it's in two. Um, Probably not after this. Probably going to be dropping them, right? Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not too happy. I, I picked them up to start them off to see what they can do, and they, they were just like, ah, 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 but I was being okay. Like, it didn't affect me in the way my defense was. Like, they were at least being a meteor, like a middle of the pack. And now with this, like, I'm just like, yeah, they'll be able – Tampa Bay's going to be able to outscore a lot of motherfuckers like KC can. But at the same time, they're going to be like KC, but they're going to give up a lot of fucking points. And it's well, just not going to be good fantasy-wise. So I would not be sitting on the Bucks anymore. I'd get the fuck off of that train. Well, here's the thing. In a matchup like this, the Buccaneers defense, they're going to give up points. You, 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 like, you know, Devontae Parker, I like him as a start. I even like Gasicki, but but still though, their style is anytime they have a lead, they're gonna send pass rush. You know what I mean? So it could be it could be a three point lead. They're sending pass rush because that's what their defense is built on. So I mean, I I I, I just say they, they are gonna give up a lot of points. You know when they play good ass teams, but this one I think it's gonna be a boat race. You know what I mean? That's what we want for fantasy. That's what we want because yeah, Devonte Parker, Jalen Waddle. Uh, I, I still don't think Miles Gaskin's not doing anything in this. No, game. hell no, not because that's what they no, are. Miami's deep. I mean, Miami is just it's still Jacoby too. At QB, right? Very, very yeah. disappointing. That's what I'm gonna say. Like Miami, like they had so much going for them, and I think they and and I'm gonna I stand by it. They went wrong with Tua. They went wrong with Tua. And the news on Tua right now is that uh, he's supposed to return in week six. I I, I wouldn't even play him because it ain't going to make no difference. It ain't going to make no damn difference. Yep. All right, how about from the Cowboys? So Zeke and Amari Cooper, they, uh, they were out there doing the individual drills, and I know they got in. Um, they, they were out there with pads. I don't even know if they considered them limited, though, because I don't know how many team drills they actually participated in. Friday practice is going to be super important for both of these guys, but 
Cowboys, they're they're really all banged up. I think this is going to be a big Tony Pollard game. But uh, Iggy, what, what do you think about the Cowboys offense now with Zeke and Amari Cooper uh, really banged up over there? I think they should still be okay. They still have Dak. I think that's how that offense goes. As long as you have Dak, he'll make some magic happen. I mean, look what he's doing with Schultz. He's doing amazing things with him. Who else? Uh, Wilson, he's out there as well. He can run him in the in there. I mean, look what they've done without Gallup. They've never missed a beat. And Zeke's gonna play. Zeke will play. I think. You know. I'm 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 thinking right now, like you got the Cowboys playing the Giants, and the Giants, like they're already missing Blake Martinez, their their leading tackle, uh, a tackler, and, and middle and and pretty much the the mid linebacker, like like that's the lead He's the part of their defense. So you're missing on that. I don't think it. I don't care if it's Zeke or Pollard. I think both of them get their fucking touches, and 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 able to move the ball. But I also think it'll be a good enough defense when it comes to the pass game because Bradbury it has made himself known as a very good cornerback. He's great. I, I'd say he's great. He's, listen, yeah, I I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to overexert it because I'm New York. So like, I don't want to. You know. People be like, oh, you're Listen, and nine. Bradbury's a dog. He's you a know, dog. but Logan I, Ryan's a dog. It'll be a very good yeah, game. Ryan's a dog too. But but they have enough on uh Dak Dak and the Cowboys have enough offensively to do what they need to do, especially with uh the Giants having Shepard out. They have uh uh Galladay even questionable. He's going to be. Right, so here's here's year. what here's everything from practice. So Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, the coaches said it's ramp up day for them, but they still didn't practice. So I'm not sure what ramp up uh, means. Maybe just the individual drills. One on ones, yeah. And then uh, Jabril Peppers, uh, he didn't practice. And then their left tackle, uh, Andrew Thomas, he's practicing, but they said he's limping around there like really bad. Damn. Hey, check this out. Stream the Cowboys defense. <laughs> Dallas looks like they're about to be four and one. Yeah, I hate to say that. I hate to say that because Barkley looked after last game against the Saints. Barkley looks like he's starting to elevate his game and feel more comfortable. I mean, he still was ass on the ground, but like you know, now he's you know he does multiple things though. And when it counted, he did what it mattered: take the ball on the ground and pound it in. I think the Giants gonna... got lucky with two big bombs. That's what saved them in that game. And um, if Daniel Jones can keep a win's a win is a win is a win. I'm not <laughs> mad at him. I'm just saying that they got that's the, what they got to do. Jason Garrett's going to have to have that. That's what his formula is. I hate is. Jason Garrett. I I wish they never got him. <laughs> but I think uh, Saquon's going to continue to be ass on the ground because their line is garbage. Now you're talking about their left yeah. tackle, hey, you know, being out too. It just means. It needs to be Saquon getting like these Najee like numbers yeah. and passes, you know, no, getting those double digit catches. But see, Danny, Danny Dimes, Danny Pesos, rather, he doesn't <laughs> check the ball down. He's he'd rather take off himself. You know what I mean? But it shouldn't be a check down. It should be an offensive call. No, no, Hustler's hundred percent right. If if yeah, they, they the Giants were smart, if the Giants were smart, they would fix that line and protect Barkley. Cause just to think what Barkley could do. With an established, think what Daniel Jones can do with an established line. I don't know, man. Like, I think Danny Dimes, his improvisation 
that, that he has to do on the fly because of that bad line is why he flashes to me. You know, he, uh, I remember in the offseason, uh, there was a PFF stat that stuck out to me. It was that he had a poor completion rating in you know what I mean? Like when the pocket was clean, he had a poor completion rating. It was weird. <laughs> like too much time, and that's like something he's not even used to. He's like, what the yeah. fuck's going on here? Why did they draft the Tar Hill quarterback anyway? Like Mitchell Trubisky, Daniel Jones, or just, you know, get off the gas. Program's not making great QBs. Nope. All right, let's let's switch it up. Enough of those uh, enough Giants talk there. The, the Tar Heels, uh, you the, cut it out. You watch uh, them out. The gears. <laughs> All right, so the Panthers and CMC. Coach says he's feeling good. CMC says he's feeling great. So yesterday he was a game time decision, and it seemed like a long shot. I think that now after today's practice, I think it might be getting closer to him actually playing this week. I wasn't prepared for this. If you have him, you got to play. I mean, he's your oh, first yeah. overall pick. You know, that's just the bottom line. And no matter what his status is, if he's full go, you got to go. Hundred percent. I think if you throw him in, you throw him. Like if he's if he says he's good, you throw him in. But I'll tell um, him and Sam Darnold, look, we're not trying to overload you. It's not a dink and dunk to you every single time. If we if it, we sometimes if we got to throw the ball away, throw the ball away. Listen, Joe Brady is one of the best play callers. He's one of my favorite offensive minds in the game, up and coming on the rise. He has arrived. I mean, just the threat of CMC being there, they could, you know, they, they could scheme up everybody else this game. It's they're playing the Eagles. The Eagles are trash. They they could barely stop the run. Then they lost Brandon Graham. Now they're giving up nine yards a clip, basically. I, you know, I think everyone's gonna eat in this game. Even if CMC is on limited touches, I think he'll still ball out. And I also want to add in DFS, he, we could get very low ownership in him on him because people they just might be afraid of throwing him in the lineup, or or they might not even they just might outright forget that he's uh, playing this week. It's a good point. How do we feel about Shaq Thompson? How, who, who's is Jeremy Chen stepping it up? Is Brian Burns gonna have to step it up on the other side, like. Who's going to fill the void of Shaq Thompson, man? It's going to be Jeremy Chin. We already know they like to bring him down, like, into the box, you know, in different spots. So, I'm expecting that, a little uptick for him. And they just got Stefan Gil. They, they got the the I, the way the – they I don't know. It's the way they built themselves. It's crazy. And Carolina's doing their thing, right? They're doing their Yeah, thing. I think it's Chin. It's got to be Chin. I mean, because Shaq Thompson, when you go look at film, he's everywhere, man. He's making the tackle. They got a lot more to maneuver now. Now they got Stefan Gilmore coming into the house. They got, you know, they got, I mean, even though they lost some pieces like J.C. Horn and stuff, they they felt yeah, they, they, they brought, the void very quickly with big names. Yeah. I big mean, time players. And then Henderson, you know, Henderson, for what it's worth, he's still young. And then now he doesn't have to immediately, you know, be the number two guy. Or at least not at least after this next couple of weeks. Because when when is uh Gilmore gonna be eligible to come back? Week seven? Week seven's the earliest he could come back. Okay. But we don't know if he's on, on track for that or not either. So we haven't heard any news. Well about he was he out. was on track for week six and then they released him. Well, I mean, um well, he, he had to miss him. he had Trade to miss him. he had to miss six games either way, because he's on the uh, the IR. 
or the pup. Yeah, yeah. DUP. Yep. So, yeah, the earliest he can come back is week seven. But maybe he'll be back by then. We shall see. Uh, Iggy, real quick, though, like a guy like Jeremy Chin, who's kind of been like so-so as far as like stats go, what do you think like bringing over like, you know, a guy like Stefan Gilmore does for like a safety? Now they're going to have two boss cornerbacks. What, what's that do for a guy like him? Does his production stay the same? Does it increase? Does it decrease? What do you think? Well, just like from a film perspective, he's usually the second one there on run plays. If it's outside, it's usually Shaq, and then it was him. As far as the coverage scheme, I think it's going to be schematically whatever they're doing, whoever he's playing. If he's playing against a good tight end, they might lock him up on that tight end, and he may not get production. Uh, but he's always going to have value in the run game. He wasn't used too much on the outside as it was. So he's going to be back there at a safety position, and he's going to be able to kind of have more freelancing freedom or like he's going to be able to roam more in my opinion, with the loss of Shaq Thompson. And if Gilmore comes in and is still that true shutdown corner, they're probably going to put him as opposite of Gilmore as much as possible so that they can bring pressure on that side, knowing Gilmore is going to have a side locked down. So the production's always there. Don't forget, uh, Chin was a master of big games last year, and he's going to have a couple this year. It's just a matter of being in, making the big play and being there at the right time. I think he's going to step up. Trade for think- him. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. And I think one of the things that we can uh, expect, you know, assuming Gilmore comes in and does good now, I mean, I know he doesn't like cover one side or the other necessarily, but now with two really good cornerbacks, it's going to force the QBs to throw more over the middle of the field. That's the area where he covers. And because now you got two good cornerbacks, they can leave the free safety back there by himself, probably more often than not. And then chin can get up in the box, maybe rest the QB a little bit more. They can take chances now. And you know yeah, what? Even if even if this year, you know, shit doesn't go right for them, they come back next year. JC Horn is healthy with Stefan Gilmore. You got two potentially lockdown corners because Stefan Gilmore can still fucking ball the fuck out. Oh, and I bet you TJ Henderson, aka his real name is CJ Henderson, but I call him TJ Henderson from the smart guy. So he got brought over in a trade as well. They traded for him. And now he's the number three cornerback. So we're talking about him having to do number one duty for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're talking about a fir- uh, he was first round, right, Iggy? Wasn't he a first round corner taken a couple years ago? First or yep. second rounder? First round. First round. The there we go. Yeah. There we go. And then so now he's going to be the slot like corner, you know, like that's going to be ridiculous. He's going to be able to handle business a yeah. lot more than in Jacksonville when he was getting roasted covering everybody's number one, every game. That's going to be like circa 
Denver no-fly zone. Remember that? Because you had this phenomenal front seven and a, and a legit shutdown secondary. So, so can we all just agree that I said what I said when I said Sam Darnold was going to go to the Panthers and be very, very successful? Yeah, but we – Team around him is fucking stacked. Is stacked. No, that's what I said. He's gonna be successful because the team is stacked. (laughs) But we were on that though. We were already on that. Like I, I've been a Sam Darnold guy since he was with the Jets, and people said I was wrong. And now he's with Carolina. Well, I shitted on Zach. I shitted on Zach for him fucking shitting on him. And you know what? I got Sam Darnold as a backup in my league. In my league, my number one is Herbert. Number two is Sam Darnold. Right. I per I am playing Zach this week, starting tonight. I told Zach to his face when we recorded last night. I am purposely playing Sam Darnold against you, so you can feel the pain one more time when he shits on you. I mean, it's he has a, he has a soft matchup He's playing Eagles, so you know what I mean. That's that's actually, I mean, theoretically, you know what I mean. It, the, him and Herbert, depending on how how competitive we think the Browns are going to be because the Browns are probably going to try to kill, t- kill the clock every time they have the ball and just own time of possession. They're nursing that, that partially torn labrum. So I actually like Darnold just a smidge better than Herbert this week. Whoa. Getting bold there. I like them both. As as he like keeps getting those Russian teddies. That's a, uh, you know, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, CMC, McCoy, Sam Darnold up the middle. I can see it. Five for the year so far. And uh, Vanessa, real quick. So, uh, yeah, the Carson info, it's literally the same as it was yesterday. Still not looking good for this week, but uh, it's an hour and a half before game time. That's when we will officially know if he's playing or not. But he's a true game time decision. Uh, um, I just realized what I said out loud. I don't like Sam Darnold better than Justin Herbert. (laughs) Yeah, not Speaking every week. You said yeah, you said you said I like him better this week just because of the matchup. Yeah, but still, I'm like Herbert's just too amazing, dude. Hey, yeah, uh, Michael. So yeah, we can see your comments. We're not answering any start sit questions or any trade questions right now. Not on this live stream. Just news questions, things like that. Uh, if you <laughs> want to get your start sit questions answered, just leave it as a super chat. Get it, uh, get it in there as a super chat. We'll take care of you like we did for edits a little earlier. But we got the live stream for Q&A coming up on my channel, Fantasy Football Hustler, at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific. So a little less than an hour and a half. Hustler and and Iggy and and Bogarts, I got a question for you for the fans. What is – I want to go back to CMC real quick. What is his worth fantasy wise? So if someone's trying to get rid of him, say that someone's trying to someone's trying to make a big move and they need a lot of pieces and they have CMC and they're trying to fucking dump him for a lot of value. What what is he worth? It's got to be at least three players, unless it's like two top top players. But he's got to be worth two. He's got to be worth an RB one and a wide receiver one, or like three players. Like right, like right now, I was actually trying to pedal Joe Mixon and Mike Williams for CMC. You know what I mean? That, you know, because I figured, all right, if I'm him a, a banged up Mixon, and you know, and Mike Williams for what for what it's worth, he's the top five receiver right now. I felt like that that can get the conversation going. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. 
I think that's a good one. Uh, to me, it's got to be like a position skill one, and then at least a high end two. So question, two, two for one's okay. So question, real quick, because I know Zach's not watching this right now, and I'm trying to trade his his uh, his wife for CMC. <laughs> I literally thought about giving her straight up digs and hunt for CMC. See that that'll that can get the conversation going for sure. It should. I straight up thought about giving her digs and hunt for CMC, like, and then I and then I thought about it because I have I I also I have a lot to play with. I have a lot to play with. I thought well, I would do. I thought about giving up Jacobs because I have Josh Jacobs. I would give I would give up four players, and if only one of them's a starter, and the three are your bench players, but they could be starters for her, and just overpay for it, you know, to a certain extent, and then just get it done like right away, because you want it to happen sooner rather than later. I know I'm 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 pushing. Zach's an asshole. <laughs> here's, here's another thing too about like when you when you make these these like three for ones or four for one trades, do yourself a favor and look at the person's bench first. And, and yeah. make sure that, like, at least these players are even better than their bench because they're going to have to drop people to, to, to entertain this trade offer. You know what I mean? So, like, because I hate it when people go, oh, I don't know who to drop. And I'm like, listen, you know what I mean? So already diagnose. You got to diagnose who you can tell them to drop. Too. Like, listen, you don't need so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. You know what I mean? Get rid of them. You don't need Nelson Aguilar. You don't need, you know, uh. Uh, 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 maybe even a Brandon Ayuk at this point. You know what I mean? Like, don't need a Robbie Anderson. Get him off your team already. Like, these are guys. Yeah, I traded Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson, and AJ Dillon for Chase Edmonds, Jonathan Allen's IDP defensive lineman, and um, who was the other one? Can't even remember now. But I got what I wanted. <laughs> hey, hotline on Twitch TV. What up? So yeah, the news about CMC playing. We already said if he's playing. You're playing them. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And uh, Vanessa, shout out for the super chat. What up? And said, uh, if Carson's a go, are you playing him? Should I? I'm I believe so. I, I'm going. I, I'm playing him if Carson plays. If I have other options, I'm going that way because he. this is not something that happened this week. This is something that he's been dealing with. You know what I mean? He's at risk for re-aggravation. I mean... I I don't think he plays. I I, yeah. I I don't think he plays. So, you're, I don't. Yeah, think I put Alex Collins as one of my captains in a DFS league because I don't think he's playing either. Where's your So just be ready to pivot. I'd already put him on your bench right now because he's probably not playing. All right, let's uh, let's rapid fire some of this stuff. Okay, so for everybody who was thinking about getting uh, some AJP Ryan or everybody who did get him, so the coaches say that if Joe Mixon is out which I think he's going to be like a game-time decision is how close it's going to be. They said they're going with a full committee approach, that it's not going to be a one-man band. Samaji P. Ryan, knowing it's going to be a committee even worth playing in redraft? Well, you know, I don't think it's worth it unless you're in a deeper league. I mean, uh, Jalen Smith, for what it's worth, he's fresh, and he's going to come through, immediately contribute to the run, the run-stopping. And they haven't been the worst against the run this year. I, ironically, I mean, look what happens when you fire Mike Penton, right? You're like, but I'm saying the way it broke down, Chris Evans played all third down snaps. Joe Mixon didn't play one, not one third down snap last week. And then Samaj got in on a few. So 
they're already we already saw the little mini committee. You know what I mean? It'll be a split. Yep, and then real quick, so Vanessa, she said my backups are Mitchell, Sermon, Jamal Williams, or Hubbard. So I would, I would go Jamal, Jamal and Hubbard. I would always keep Vanessa Hubbard at, at this good, point right now. I, I, I kind of lean Jamal because the Niners is too hard to call, man. But but if, if they rule out Elijah Mitchell, I'm, I'm throwing out Sermon, bro. Yeah, that's what we would. I mean, <laughs> Say that out loud for the guys in the back. Yeah, if they rule him out, because right now Jamal uh, Williams is also questionable, but uh, we shall see. Today's practice, tomorrow's practice are big. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that Carson's gonna play. So just move him out now, and then as soon as they, uh, what time is that game? So it'd be like at three fifty, depending on where you are in the country. Six fifty if you're on the East Coast. Three fifty if you're on the West Coast is when that news is gonna drop. What about the Hawaii people? Oh man, that's three hours behind that. So that's uh twelve fifty. I was legit in Hawaii twenty nineteen, the week of Halloween, right? And there was a London game, and like I I I have this thing where I call when people don't know me, they go, Hey, what do you do, man? Oh, I coach. You don't have to tell them I, it's fantasy football. They just they're coach, right? <laughs> Coaching is is drinking and yelling at the TV while I'm watching the game. So I had to get up at three in the morning for the London game, and I was like, I'm not gonna get up. It's like twelve o'clock. We're just going all night. You know what I mean? We're in Hawaii, so like, and I, I stayed up to watch. I mean, I stayed up all the way to watch a shitty ass Texans versus Jags game. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, Keelan Cole. He went seven for eight. I was like, hell yeah, right off the waiver. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So real quick, TJ Hawkinson and uh, Panay Sewell, they're back at practice. So for everyone who might have been freaking out on Wednesday, no need to freak out. Um, So Calvin Ridley, he's he's not traveling with the team due to personal reasons. And now for the Eagles, Darius Slay, he didn't participate in practice today for personal reasons. Yeah. Not sure. DJ Moore and my man Robbie Anderson, the string bean. They they could have some big games here because he's the Why only. Why you thinking I'm I'm starting Sam Darnold? Okay. <laughs> Why you think I'm starting Sam Darnold against Zach? I told him you're gonna lose to Sam Darnold one more time. <laughs> I love no, it. I agree. I hope the Panthers win. Just get it, just get it done. Just get it done. Right. Yeah. You got CMC coming back. Hopefully, even if they give him limit, you know, limited uh, touches or whatever you want to do, or try to uh, uh, minimize, you're trying you to minimize him trying to get, you know, tell him run out out of bounds. At least tell him like run out of bounds. Don't do the extra. Like keep your hamstring straight. Give it a week, another week. Just stay in the game, you know, and let Sam Darnold hit his receivers and Chuba. Uh, Ch- I love, Ch- I love the name Chuba Hubbard. Because I'm trying to fucking handcuff that right there. That's why I'm trying to change for CMC. Because I got Chubba Hubbard on the bench. Try to handcuff that. Because Chubba Hubbard's going to be coming in handy. Because that motherfucker can run the ball. You know what you need to happen is CMC to be ruled out. Then you can make your trade. That's when you swoop in. Because if he shows any kind of that sauce. Because that's why he's the unicorn. You know, he's the one of one. The white, the great white back. Yeah, but I got. I'm telling you, if I, yo, all right, all right, uh, a B Savage. I'm a. I'm a screenshot my lineup and I'm gonna send it to you. And you're gonna be like, all right, you got pieces. 
to fucking toss. Trust me, I did, I man, I, I was hoping T, I forgot today's Thursday. TD doesn't come on today, but like I'm trying to trade him. He was trying to talk some DK Metcalf trade with me. I'm like, oh, I like DK. You know what I mean? And I, I was hoping he was gonna be on the show today, but you know, that game is tonight. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm a traded motherfucker, bro. I just like to trade. I, last night I traded away Cordell Patterson. This was an offer to me though, but it was Cordell Patterson and Dalton Schultz. So I shipped them off and I brought over CeeDee Lamb, Tony uh, Tony Pollard, and Hunter Henry. And like Hunter Henry's mad, but I'm like, give me that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's in the, in the Tyrannosaurus Flex League. Damn, I didn't even see that. Last night, right, right when I got off the show, uh when, when we got off the show. I'm just you know what? I mean, here's one thing that I will say because I'm in that league, and somehow you traded for CMC a long ass time ago in that league, and now you got this crazy ass trade to happen. I don't know. I'm just saying, like the fantasy karma of you taking it, you willingly taking advantage of these suckers. They're and, not uh, <laughs> I, I'm four zero in that league. I'm I'm doing pretty. Uh, I'm doing pretty nice. Listen, so, uh, listen, man. They're they're not suckers. These are. Suckers. I know they're not. I'm messing with you. It's a two hundred dollar league. I don't want a bum in in this league because these bums like that ruin a league. Oh yeah. Yo, be <laughs> savage. Check your phone. Yeah, I'm actually I'm on my phone right now, so I seen it come in though. So so check this out. You've seen me do this in several leagues we're in. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm I'm a self-proclaimed trading motherfucker. I just like it's you it's easy to look at what someone needs. And if I got something what they need, I'm gonna sell it to them. (laughs) Every time you say that I'm a trading motherfucker, I think I paid in full when he and when the dude's laughing at me, he's like, you a hustling motherfucker, yeah. man. And that's what I think about. Like, every time you say it, I just laugh. I'm like, man, you're a trading motherfucker, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> like, these plays, I just got I just got to get out there, B. <laughs> that whole scene, yeah, you already know. You already know. The hospital, right? Yeah, not the hospital. He's at the house, but he's all laid oh. up. And uh, he just starts laughing. And he's like, damn, man, what you laughing about? He's like, man, B, you a hustling motherfucker, man. <laughs> another Patterson? Another Patterson fan? You like fucking with me, hustler. It's you taco. doing this shit on purpose. That's his government name, though. What up, Taco? Oh, yeah, man. Corduroy <laughs> Patterson to the moon. Oh, and uh, check this out. This will be a way that I can... Uh, I can fuck with you a little bit. Check this out. He's the corduroy pimp, bro. The corduroy, <laughs> corduroy pimping. Ah. He's from Long Beach, right? And you can catch him at the beach. Mink coats in the mink coats in the summer. He ain't tripping. He's checking beach bunnies. <laughs> oh yeah. All corduroy suit, rhinestones in it. You feel me? <laughs> He's a retro pimp. Oh, yeah. All decade, baby. He's all decade. Never forget it. Patterson's all decade. <laughs> For real, it's been that long. <laughs> and then uh, last piece of news before we get up out of here, and then we can give our predictions uh, for Thursday real quick. So Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, practicing, got into practice, limited basis, but I thought it was Drew Locke all the way, and he still hasn't cleared concussion protocol, I don't think. I don't think it's been enough that means he cleared the team's protocol because you can't – that's the process. The team neurologists clear you, then you get into a limited. So now he's pacing because by Saturday he'll get tested by a league neurologist and then we'll know. 
So wait, 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 real quick before Iggy gets in here. Did he like did they say that he had a concussion? Yeah. Okay. He, no, yeah, he's, he's in the protocol. He's in the protocol. So right. there's, there's verbiage here. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's verbiage. You know what I mean? So they he took a hit, you know, because nowadays, you know, they call it the, uh, some people call it the Julian Edelman rule. Remember in Edelman in the Super Bowl against the Seahawks? He had he had a comeback route. Boom, gets blasted. He gets up hella slow and he, and he goes, he almost goes to the wrong sideline. Then he gets back in the lineup. And then like they let the play go. Then the next play, they're like, get get him out of the game. You know what I mean? Because he was clearly concussed and he still ran around after. You know I mean? Yeah. And just imagine if he would have taken another hit like that or something. Fuck yeah. Could have died on the field. And in the NFL, NFL will have millions of people outside with COVID picketing, talking about CTE and shit. You know what I mean? So that that's why they ain't playing. He took Teddy Bridgewater took a nasty hit. They're probably like, who was the president? He was like, me, Teddy throws the belt. <laughs> Put him in the fucking protocol. <laughs> Yeah, it hurts me right now because in one of my leagues, I have Teddy. I'm in a two QB league, and I have two of the worst QBs to have at this point right now because I have Baker Mayfield and Teddy Bridgewater. So I got Baker Mayfield with a torn fucking labrum in his non-throwing arm, and I got Teddy Bridgewater that can't think from fucking for two seconds because he got hit so fucking hard that he rattled his brain. <laughs> Sucks, man. Teddy Breed can't take a break, man. I feel bad for him. I I, I don't know if Drew Lock's been the one they're game planning for Drew Lock. It's a lot different than Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't know, man. Um, I think if Teddy D's back, he's going to play though. He's getting practice reps. Uh, they're a much better team with Teddy Bridgewater because they can hold teams under 15 points, and Teddy Bridgewater can safely get them about 21, 24. So that's the strategy. Take the under. Yep. All right, and uh, so let's see what what do we got some uh, for predictions? We can just give a win and a loss uh, on tonight, and uh, Rams backing them. Go ahead, Iggy. Rams. Hector, I said what I said. Rams. I'm the only one going different. Seahawks at home. I think there's going to be some random shit that happens tonight on a Thursday, like we always see. So. I'm going Last the opposite. Packers not going to let him uh, lose two in a row. He's not going to do that. I'm betting on the I, other I already said. I said what I said also. Betting. Matt Stafford, MVP. My heart's on Russ. My heart's on Mr. Wilson. Tom Hanks volleyball, but we'll see. I hate I hate them both. <laughs> to hell with them all. <laughs> if they could both lose, that's the way you'd want it, right? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Let's get, let me change my answer to Ty. Oh, you fucking really cop out. out. You cop out. A tie is better than a loss, though. Tie is better you than a loss. Out. I, I, guess it's not, I guess it's not a win, though, for either one of them. It's just funnier. That would just completely destroy the NFC West. That really would. Such a great division. Get a tie in there, man. That just puts a kink in it. Nobody wants that. Nobody if you that. lose a tie, then, then it has to be against the division. Listen, you know I don't want that. I don't want the Rams to smack them up. Because if, if the Seahawks win, then it does start to add, like, it does start to, like, thin out the, you know, the uh, the division again. You know what I mean? They'll, you know, they'll jump to two and three. You know what I mean? Or uh, two and three. Uh, three and two. Oh, right. I mean? it, thins out, it thins out the well, division. Bogart, I, I used to like you right now. I used to like you. Listen. Is that what, Bogart, is that what you meant? If it, it, it thins it out to where it's, like, the top three and then the Niners are by themselves way at the bottom? 
The Niners and the Rams are my bottom two prediction for that division at the beginning of the season. I want, I want this. If we're going to be down and out, I want the Seahawks laying dead right next to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Cardinals, okay, first of all, the Rams were my pick for the division uh, as soon as they signed Stafford, bro. Because, you know, that defense was what it was. Right now, like I said, they're 27th overall. They gave up a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, production in the past couple of weeks. So, and Russ hadn't been looking too good, man. It's a short week, but Russ still got that magic. But this is the first time Russ is gonna duel with Stafford, and Stafford got squad, bro. Stafford got squad right now. What episode was that? Just so I can remember, I'm, I'm gonna write it down because when the Arizona wins that division, I gotta go pull the clip because I was the only one who said it was gonna be them. I, yeah, because oh, I'm trying we, to got a, we got a co-host. We got a co-host. Everyone leaving. Everyone that's leaving. I said, I said you done. You done lost. That's that's another Rams <laughs> pick right there. Boom, right there. Anyone leaving? Any the Rams? Boom. No, because you said you were switch to the Seahawks. So you and Fantasy Hustle have to together. That. He said he was switching to a tie. That's always a big winning bet if you can pick predict the tie. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a, I have a you, story. You, you trying to bust oh, people's pockets. I have a story here. It was on Bavado. I put $5. Uh, it, it was a lot. It, it was a, uh, what was it? Uh, it was a live bet and uh, at the half. No, it wasn't at the live bet. It was at the half. I bet that the game will end of the tie. It was the Bengals Giants. And I think it paid, I think I made like $1,200 off that. Savage. Like it was the Bengals Giants. Is the game was so ass. <laughs> I think they even went into overtime and tied. Top. All right. We're getting up out of here. Let's round robin it real quick. So for everyone watching on Facebook, maybe make sure you hop over, hop over to my YouTube fantasy football hustler. Go subscribe. The next live stream starting at 3 o'clock. Taking on all the questions. I always answer 100% of questions. So go uh, set the reminder. Go click the notifications right now. Hector, tell everyone uh, where to find you at. You guys already know it's Hector. I said what I said. You can find Papa Smurf and me. I'm breaking down the tape. We go live every Thursday. We're going to go live tonight with your boy from the Gimme Money Network. Yeah. E Savage himself with my buddy Mike and Savage. Like I said, I got a little surprise for you. Yeah. And on Mondays, we set our episodes, we, we record and uh we release our episodes on Wednesday. You can find us on any podcast, fucking streaming episodes. Listen to us. If you don't listen to us, whatever. If you listen for like two seconds, we get the view. So fuck you. I said what I said. Drunken <laughs> monkey or ghost that comes out, bro. I have I've never worked with them yet. And I just tell people to put that shit on in the background. Just open up a tab, put my shit on. I don't care if you watch it, but just have it up. Like, you know, just have it up somewhere. You're all good. Yes. Do it for everybody. Hook us up. Listen, Iggy, right. Iggy tell everybody where to find you at. Yeah, man. Iggy's fantasy embedding. You can check out, you can subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube. You can subscribe to the patron. I'm the only person I know that's giving you money back if my bets. I don't win you at least two bets in a month. I'll pay for you next month for $20. I don't think you're going to find that deal anywhere else. So go check that out. I'll put all my bets. You can chart all the bets that I tell you guys about, the public about, 
on Iggy, Iggy's Fantasy and Betting too. All kinds of articles. I just got to play in Pine. I got uh, weekly waiver wires, all kinds of great stuff, graphic, quick reads, man. Three minutes. Let's get you the information you need. Get it out. Social media, you can find me, IDP Iggy or Iggy's Fantasy and Betting. Uh, I love being part of this group, man. I'm also part of uh, Fantasy Football Hustlers group on Facebook. You can catch me on there too. Yeah, and uh, for all you IDP uh, peeps out there, Iggy's putting out like the DraftKings like IDP prop bets, and he's always hitting on those. So even if you don't know anything about it, just trust that his IDP DraftKings props are hitting. That's oh, right, yeah. baby. We're gonna hit tonight too, baby. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah. What's your, what's your IDP uh, prop for tonight on DraftKings? Um, I always like Bobby Wagner. The last time I saw it was nine and a half. I'm going to take that. I don't care if Matthew Stafford passes it 40 times. Bobby Wagner watches so much film, man. He's a film head. He's always there. He's only missed his prop on the over uh, once so far. So let's take it. And is it a total tackles? Pardon me? Yeah, t- it- I always do. Let me clarify that. It's always, I always do tackles and assists because there is a solo tackle. There's a solo assist. Just let me count one for one. Give me an assist count for one. Let me get a tackle that counts for one. And let's get there that way. Uh, that's my prop for that. Nine and a half is pretty high. Uh, but Bobby Wagner's the guy, and he's been the guy for a long time. So he's always in double. Up. He's always in double digits. If yeah, he's, he's the guy. Man. He's the man, Even with Jordan Brooks, he's still the man. So oh yeah. And then Bogart. Yeah, yeah. You know he's close. Let him know. Just shine the kids. Just shine okay. the kids. No, no, he, he spilled his cookies all over the carpet. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, chocolate chips everywhere. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, too, because, you know, I'm not, he's, he, he knows I'm not watching him. So he's just like, I got the cookie all on the carpet. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a table, bro. You can check out our latest episode of the Real Fantasy Playmakers. Uh, we, we went live last night. That's up. Shit is flying. Uh, and uh, looking forward to tonight. Uh, we're breaking down the tape. Hey, yeah, all right, we're out, everybody. Peace out. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. We're here on YouTube, on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>